Our audience tonight is composed mostly of foreigners and special podcast guest Claire Sarah. English as a second language is your spelled wrong. You're listening to Expertise Spelled Wrong, the podcast where the world's most expert experts discuss their areas of expertise expertly. Welcome to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, podcast listeners from around the globe. I'm your podcast host, Dan O'Sullivan, and my counterpart is a podcast guest who goes by the podcast name Claire Sarah. We're discussing the podcast topic of English as a second language. Podcast guest Claire Sarah, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. Um, I did want to ask one question. Dan, sure, go right don't ahead. Mind. Right. Is this a podcast? It is a podcast. In fact, you'll hear me say the word podcast fairly often. A lot of our listeners are new to podcasts, Claire. They're a little confused by the technology and the whole um, media outlay and the art form itself. So I find that by using the word podcast as often as possible, they never have the opportunity to forget what they're listening to and how they should be listening. You know, Dano, if you don't mind me interrupting you bluntly, a lot of your listeners today are going to be fans of mine, which sure, sure. naturally means English is going to be their second language. Now, you are speaking a lot of words in a row very quickly. Right. As a language specialist, do you call yes. those sentences? Words in a row can form a sentence. Not necessarily. Sure. Because sometimes some of the, some of those dummies just say a bunch of random words in a row that don't work out together. It's like the seek and find puzzle of verbiage. We do have a lot of seeks in the class, lovely people, love to teach them. Oh, no, um, I'm not trying to single anybody out. Do you have any singals, by the way? Oh, yeah, we have two singali masters. I, I just love tigers. Now, a lot of people think of English as a second language, as somebody coming from another country, right. wanting to learn the language of the country they have moved to. I'm not interested in teaching that. Oh, I see. So I guess it helps in your case that a lot of these people also have English as a first language. Well, they have to be able to speak English. Otherwise, how would I be able to communicate with them? Exactly, right. And a lot of people have different needs for a different kind of second language. We live in a really advanced cultural time. I'm not sure I follow you, Claire. We live in an advanced cultural time. Is that what you said? Yes, I did say that. So I'd like to get some examples of our advanced culture, and then I'd like to understand why that makes uh, English as a second language less desirable. Well, now, see, now you have put a morality on it. It's not less desirable. Uh-huh. Uh, everybody should speak English. That's the bottom line. I mean, okay. I, I think the world agrees on that. I'm, not, I'm sure I'm not alone saying that. Everybody should speak English, and then they get to choose their second language. You know, uh, what are we talking about here? Let me just give you a little a quick introduction to ASL, which of course stands for a second language. Okay. We are talking about communication. Yeah. Let's break that down. I'm sorry, what were you just saying? C- communication. Right, right, right. We are talking about communication. Come you to the nication. Oh, yeah. so that's kind of almost like old English as a second language, biblical English, King James English as a second language. Come you to the nicate. Come you to me, and we will nicate. 
we never negate anybody's feelings or anybody's learning process. Uh, it's a very positive atmosphere. Now, do you find that people from other lands who are, in fact, learning King James English as a second language are put off by some of the archaic verb forms, the obtuse vocabulary, uh, measurements that it's are funny. archaic? You would, you would think thusly, but thou <laughs> I know. dost reprimand not the one Oh, nay, nay. Lo, I say unto you. Right. Uh, should the sheep come to your land and wish to negate with the lion, then verily, so shall the span of a man be worthy of 40 cubits. 40 cubits and uh, the dog of the hare. Is it difficult for people learning King James English as a second language to separate the language from what is, granted, the Christian aspect that's kind of built in to the Bible, the King James Bible that you use as your text? You'd be surprised. The King James Bible is um, not really very Christian at all. Oh, there's a lot of uh, begetting. There's a there's more begetting than I think Jesus would be comfortable being around. But funnily enough, though loused, I say, there is a flattening that comes from everybody speaking in a way that nobody really understands. Oh, so this is uh, like a third language that brings everyone together. Speak ye not your language, lest ye be judged, you say to yeah. one group. Right. And to the other group, speak ye not thy language, lest ye be judged. Mm -hmm. Let us indeed join in holy oneness and speak the same language of this uh, nutty King James. Dan, if I also, if I may say, you know, yeah. this is not Renaissance fair talk. We're talking King James Version. Yeah. Claire, if, if you could just uh, stand by for a second, because I was sort of thinking Renaissance fair, and I've just got to... Uh, uh, these maroon tights. Thank and you. Uh, short pair of leather pants. Yeah. Uh, it's just really, it's just really annoying, if you don't mind me saying. No, no. And I feel better dressed. I feel like, uh, biblically speaking, just letting it all hang out. So. That's it. That's it with biblically. And again, why I say there's just really, it's not Christian. The the Bible. Uh, men and women are just walking around, just freeballing down there under their robes. And uh, that's not going to be approved in <laughs> Any other version of Claire, scriptures, you, but King James. Wait, I'm sorry. I've got to interject. Even with my uh, English as a first language, I'm, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure that you are uh, using freeballing incorrectly. Oh. I, I, I don't think that is meant to be a, a sartorial term. Well, in my SAR tutorial, I do address the clothing of different cultures and how that is affected by the King James rules, as we call them, of dress wear. So uh, to wrap things up, Claire, for yes. our podcast listeners to the podcast, as my podcast guest, yes. I wonder for anyone who's interested in learning English as a second language and does not have access to what seems to be the crucial text, what's a simple simple way for that person to just get started, to learn the, the very rudiments of English as a second language? First of all, get yourself a robe. Robe, right. So you can go freeballing down to the town center and speak English. And, you know, 
My lastly tip that I will give is um, if you are someone looking to learn English as a second language, you need to be someone who is looking to give English as a second language. It's that quid pro quo. It's that tit for tat. It's that oh, sh- that's we can't we can't say that. That's absolutely inappropriate for biblical talk. Sorry, I was just free balling with my tit for tat. So, Dano, and lastly, I do I do want to say, look, I know that it sounds like I'm somebody who gets people who don't speak English very well, who are perhaps new to the country, and I make them pay a fee to come to my class to learn English as their second language and instead teach them a few terms from the King James Bible and send them off telling them to add L-Y to the end of whatever words that they come to. Yeah, that's exactly what it sounds like as you described it to us. And you know why it sounds that way? Because that's exactly what you said to us. In the English language. Oh, yes. Isn't it powerful? I heard everything you said, and I understood it. Thank you. Thank you. To our podcast listeners at home, I can only hope that you understood it too. If not, you may not be an English speaker. To my podcast listeners who are podcast listening to the podcast via podcasting, Thank you for tuning in today. I'm your host, Dan O'Sullivan, and we'll be back next week with another podcast guest. Podcast, everybody. The expertise spelled wrong podcast is free. And like the Amish, all are welcome. Be sure to sign up for our email announcements at funnypodcast.co and follow us in your favorite podcast app like the expert podcast listener we know you are. Is there any, anything uh, that you do with English accent as a second language? I wish I did. I think you might want to have uh, Claire Sarah on your podcast sometime. She teaches English accents as a second accent. Invaluable. Yes. Yes. <laughs>